welcome to episode 318 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast. I am Ollie Spake. I am joining uh, once again in the new year this time from Dolrawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis and me and uh, Bluey are coming to you from Wurundjeri country. So I do apologise for the very noisy budgerigari in the background, but uh, we're celebrating New Year. Happy New Year, Ollie. Happy New Year, Mel. And when you said you were watching your tweets closely, I <laughs> didn't think that that's what you meant. Bum, bum, uh, bum. <laughs> yes, bomb bomb jokes are still around. That's right. But we should thank the office lady for stepping in and recording an episode last week for us, the yes. um, Sam Summer Series. That's right. That's right. Hugely appreciative and hope that that has uh, kept several adventurers company whilst out there on some of those summer fun journeys near and far because there have been some big adventures. They have. Did you have a good Christmas and New Year, Ollie? What have you been up to? I've been close to home. I had a lot of family time over Christmas, which was lovely, um, and then a week to recover. Um, <laughs> it was a, a very social time and had the opportunity to spend Christmas not just with some of the usual sides of the family, but my sister from Melbourne joining and my brother coming down from Sydney with his girls So, and, and my cousin from Queensland. So, yeah, yeah, lot, lots of catch-ups and um, some nice time at home to work on a few things and and just take a bit of a break from work and everything did you enjoy the deck i did (laughs) i did very much enjoy the deck yeah particularly when it was sunny and fortunately it was sunny for quite a big proportion of that time so yeah much dining on the deck was done because there has been a lot of rain up your way as well. Like I know we're always talking That's about right. the weather, but the, what, the Sydney test, wasn't it? Like <laughs> <laughs> I've seen statistics about uh, days lost to rain in Sydney for the tests. That's right. I thought you said statistics there for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, which I thought was a play on words of the, the test. But, no. yes, I did see that same statistic which suggested you know, <laughs> Sydney has a pretty unfortunate track record when it comes to these international farms. Um, five days has test matches in the cricket summer series and um what was it like 25 days lost at least on the day i looked at it compared to the next worst of nine or something along those mm-hmm. lines mm. mm-hmm. yes lucky you've got a pretty harbor that's right <laughs> that's right <laughs> when we can see it through the rain clouds <laughs> yeah yeah, but so fortunately, Mel, it wasn't too it wasn't too wet over that period. Just excellent. Just at the cricket ground. I'll stop talking over you now. That's all right. Uh, new year, new habits, but some some will always stay. And uh, my inability to know when to finish a sentence is is definitely one of those. Um, what about you? How was Christmas and New Year, Mel? Uh, park run wise, <laughs> let's yeah. go straight to park run wise. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Um, I've been really busy. So out of the four park runs up for grabs over that uh, Christmas New Year period, I picked up three new events, which I was pretty happy about. And uh, they have been recapped last week by the office lady going through Daz's for us. And uh, But just to let you know, I was Christmas Eve. I headed out on an overnight camping trip to Lake Wallace out in Edenhope with some of my local Victorian parkrun friends. Enjoyed that course around, funnily enough, Lake Wallace. Yep. 
And I had ran around that lake before and I can't remember if I mentioned this. Mm. Mm, Probably might have. Anyway, I had stayed previously in Eden Hope and ran around that lake before they created the park run. Um, Christmas Day, I was home at Toolan Creek, shared with none other than Mr. Brenda Peel and the lovely Jodie Maisie. Toolan Creek's course record went off too. Wow. Yes. On Christmas Day. That's a big one. Yes. That was a bit exciting. Diamond Creek Park Runner and Westerfold Juniors volunteer was out at Toolan Creek ticking off a run there. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of his name. It's escaped my brain. That's really annoying. So Thomas, last year. Thomas, Thomas. Thomas Martin. Yes. yes. He came over and wiped quite a substantial amount of time off Toolan Creek's course record and ran his first sub-16. So congratulations, Thomas. And he is an adventurer, so that was a bit exciting. And at the creek. Wow. At the creek. Yeah, see, yeah. that all happens at the creek. Uh, <laughs> so then New Year, I went over to SA. So I spent a lovely week over there enjoying the weather, the nice hot weather over in McLaren Vale. Mm-hmm. Ticked. Uh, I shouldn't say ticked off all the time. It's not a. It just feels like it's box ticking, but it actually wasn't. I've stayed in McLaren Vale before. The park run was there. It's a lovely little town in the wine region. Actually, there's lots mm. of vineyards, and the Shiraz Trail Park Run runs uh, alongside the vineyards. Um, and the caravan park that I stayed in is amongst the vineyards. So it's a very lovely little part of South Australia. Mm. I enjoyed the New Year's Eve park run there with Tok. And Jackie O'Connell mm-hmm. and Dord Bratton, another Victorian tourist who was out also sampling South Australian parklands. Then on New Year's Day, we went to Torrens and I enjoyed a lovely run along the river. Hmm, trying to think of the name of the river. Do you know what's the main river that goes through Adelaide? Is it the Torrens River? <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, my God. I thought you were just being very kind to me. (laughs) No, no, of course it's the Torrens. Oh, my God. Yeah, there you go. That's what we did. Numbers were down at Torrens for a New Year uh, run as well. They usually get big numbers, but I believe there was more New Year's Day runs happening around Adelaide than has ever been before, which probably accounted for the drop in numbers at Torrens. Yeah, well, that's wonderful that there were more events for people to enjoy and um, clearly a spread uh, of, of people getting out there for New Year's Day then. Uh, not, not so in some of the other parts. I had understood that there was only one event in the ACT on New Year's Day running. So uh, well done, Team Wagyu Bridge. Uh huh. If I've got my facts straight, but. No, I do believe you're correct. Yeah. yeah judging by the fact that they were more four, more than four times their attendance of the events the day before. It sounds like it was a big one. Absolutely. But that's some adventure, Mel. It was. Were you tired? Uh, no, no, because I had a nice relaxing week, just hanging around, hanging around yeah. in the pool, going to the beach, just chilling. Mm, a nice way to spend it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, mm. yeah. I would love to take the drive out west of Melbourne and, and head out that far one day. I keep looking up that, uh, of course, it's much closer to Melbourne, the Great Ocean Road run in May as well. I've done that a few times. Imagining that. Have you? Yeah. Oh, 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It's a brilliant event. You should. You uh, should do it. I do need something to aim for. Yeah. Yeah, it's very iconic. It's actually come up like in some sort of list of iconic marathons that I've seen before. Beautiful views along that Great Ocean Road. Yeah, it would be a nice way to see it. That's for sure. And hills. You like hills. I love hills. I absolutely love hills. <laughs> oh well, well done, Mel. That's um, that's a busy, uh, festive season. Yeah, my Christmas present was three new events to explore and enjoy, and more friends to meet. But yes. it didn't stop there, Ollie, because we just had another weekend. <laughs> yes, yes, more parkrun. And I turned my little green car around, and guess where I went? I went back to South Australia. <laughs> I hadn't had enough. I thought, no. I've got no. the time. Why not? I'm not working in January. I've got the whole month off. Yep. Um, my time's my own. I wasn't editing. Well, a little bit of editing for the summer series, but that was really quick. Yep. So I was able to have all my chores done in time for heading back over to South Australia on Friday so I could run at Streth Alban Park Run. Oh, wow. Wow. So out in the Adelaide Hills, out Mount Barker <laughs> Territory. Yep. Yep. Lovely little shady double out and back course out there at Strathalbyn. And, um, yeah, smallish numbers. I think they were around the 50. I ran. So, oh, that's another thing, Ollie. I'm back running. I'm very excited. That's wonderful. How's it feeling? Good. That's really good. So my first run back was uh, Shiraz Trail and I hadn't even planned to run. I just took off when yep. they called the start and managed to run the whole thing without stopping, which I was really glad because, you know, I'd had eight weeks off running and I wasn't sure how much fitness I would have lost in eight weeks and whether I'd be capable of keeping up. Like, it wasn't a fast pace, but, yeah. you know, it's not a race. That's right. I was just happy to maintain um, a steady pace and complete that. And then so I ran again at Strathalbyn. Has a little bit of elevation but nothing really drastic. And uh, so the ankle's feeling really good. I actually think the week away in South Australia, away from my staircase at home, probably did it the uh, world of good. Okay, okay. So does that mean you're off to South Australia again this weekend just to keep away from the staircase? No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> But I will be back in South Australia at the end of the month. Okay. Wow. So South Australia is seeing a lot of me at the moment. But what about you, Ollie? You were mostly, I think you were just all at home. <laughs> yeah, just as well one of us is adventuring here. You're making up for the both of us here. Uh, I have indeed been at home. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I have been for all except Christmas Day at Shell Harbour Park Run in the volunteer ranks. I've uh, taken the opportunity to run direct uh, for Christmas Eve and then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, it's always a, a nice time on New Year's Day to to welcome everyone in for their uh, you know their fresh start to the new year. And because we always enjoy a lot of visitors, uh, that's been a particular highlight. Um, got some selfies with you know, some of the visitors from Sweden and Finland. Uh, wow. For the in-laws, try and impress the in-laws, but you know people from South Africa, um, you know Scotland, England, of course, Ireland. Yeah, all all over, all over. I've probably forgotten many. Hope they signed the guest book. They signed. Most of them signed the guest book. Uh, some of them did miss it, but yeah, we we got most of them. It's a pride of place there in our kit. Eight and a half years and still going strong. That guest book takes a bit of tape to hold it together, but nonetheless. Um, but we, you know, we had our fastest time on the new course. We had our highest attendance on the new course. We had uh, the fortune of having a guest run director on Christmas Day as the office lady herself, 
took the reins and brought Parkrun to Shell Harbour on Christmas Day. And I made the point of jumping up and, and visiting for the last 20 minutes of that to say hello to people after presents had been unwrapped. And, yeah, some great help from others. So very much a home time and, and this park run day just gone. Once again, I was at home, uh, just did some barcode scanning. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But, um, uh, look, the adventures will come at some point, but it's been nice to uh, to lay low. But it seems the office lady's been quite busy. Um do we have any feedback from the Office Ladies episode or are we casting our minds back to episode 316? Oh, this goes back even further, doesn't it? Yes. This is back to when, well, when did Jo McLean get her Obi? Ah, yes. Oh, well, it was indeed before Christmas. Yeah, that's right. So needless to say, because <laughs> that, was, that was a very rusty throw from one thing to the other. Oh, Ollie. You'll warm up. It's okay. Yeah, that's all right. There's plenty of months yet for that. Um, but, yeah, thank you, Joe, who got in touch uh, with a bit of feedback from the last episode and said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. Happy New Year. I'm still in 2022 in the USA. Did Delaware and Raritan Canal Park Run in New Jersey this morning, which was fun, albeit foggy and cold. I wanted to say thanks for the Obi Award before Christmas. We had a lot of fun dressing up for Christmas and ugly shirt a singlet day. I got quite honoured. I hadn't listened to that episode and had friends congratulating me and I didn't know what for. So thanks again. By the way, from ages ago, Mel asked about the virtual Medibank selfie frame. It is a free symbol or addition when you edit your photos in Instagram. I just found it by accident when I searched for Parkrun. Have a great 2023. Thanks for the podcast. Your efforts are very much appreciated. As is your feedback. Thank you, Joe. Excellent. Oh, good. I'm going to go looking for that Insta frame. That's good to know. Yeah, and hope it's been a nice trip. Oh, yeah, over in the USA. That's pretty exciting. Mm. Christmas over there. That's a big trip. Hmm. But, Ollie, you know what else was exciting? And I was over in, again, in SA. SA has been the place to be. Mel on the spot, yeah. <laughs> on the spot I was, not too far from Aldinga Beach, where, as the office lady reported last week, and we got out in our socials as quick as I could possibly type my little fingers could go, Isabel Batdoyle broke the women's parkrun world record on New Year's Eve. Yes. So our friends over it with me now, they've already um, had a conversation about it last week, Danny and Nicola, and uh, Danny did say that he wondered if she'd had a crack at the uh, record. So I reached out to the ED over at Aldinga Beach to see what I could find out from him. His name is John Market. Market, oh, Ollie, how do you say that? I'd say Marquettis, but uh, sorry, John, I haven't checked that. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, this is what John had to say in reply to my question. He said she was paced by her coach and boyfriend, Riley Cox, Riley's brother, Jacob, and there was a large contingent of runners from her group, Run As One, run by Riley and Jacob. 
Izzy had held our female course record since New Year's Day 2020 at 17 minutes 35, and in our local Sunday News Corp rag, she mentions her tradition of, of record-breaking at Parkrun around the New Year events. This also extends to Riley and Jacob, actually, because they dead-heated on New Year's Day in 2021 and set a new male event record of 14.59, which Jacob then beat on New Year's Day 2022 at 14.52. So I've got a good feeling, I'll that they are very well aware of course records and they enjoy yes. using their New Year's Day extra events to have a crack. Yeah, and good on them. Uh, I look forward to seeing what happens this time next year. Mm. No pressure, but, yeah, look, it keeps going, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. That- so I, I did my best to uh, find out what I could. Thank you. And that was Mel on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but um, look, speaking of achievements, uh, the heads up came to us and uh, you have checked up on the status of Paul Frain and uh, obviously building up the number of locations there. He has run his 600th location out of 644 runs, this time at Marecchia in Italy on Saturday just gone, uh, which is just incomprehensible in a very good way from my perspective. <laughs> 600 locations, yeah. I did fact check that to make sure. Yes. Hmm. Thank you, Mel. Good researching and uh, well done, Paul. Uh, But, yeah, unfortunately, as we know, Mel, there's no milestone T for a 600th event, is there? No, but that's a contentious topic, Ollie. This week it was going off on Twitter when Parkrun CEO Russ Jeffries made a stir when he tweeted, feels like it's about time we introduce some new Parkrun milestones, fill in some gaps. One for every 50 or 100? What colour should they be? Well, Ollie, this sent the traditionalists into meltdown. It had 29 retreats. It had 29 retweets and 245 responses, most of the comments calling for the current milestone shirts to be retained with the possible addition of a 750 and a 1,000. Lots of controversy. But Russ later added, really interesting views on this. Love the passion and discussion. I'm only thinking out loud, no decision made other than there will be a 1,000. So Mm. what's your Mm. thoughts, Ollie? What's your thoughts on this? Well, I think that uh, there have been a number of individuals out there celebrating their 25th park run with a purple shirt. Uh, I have been ecstatic to get my green volunteer shirt and get to wear that. Um, I think that there will be a lot of individuals that would welcome more and more milestone shirts so so you're i'm pro you're pro you're pro i'm pro give us all the shirts yep change it up (laughs) yeah i'm all world cup 48 countries no worries um sorry soccer reference slipped into old habits there (laughs) change is good okay no that's good to know so what do you think every 50 because people do like the round numbers as well don't they like people love to celebrate their 200th their 300th etc etc well that's right that's right and and it's probably it's now the commercial hat that i have as well that things well does that mean some of them need to actually cost and does that make it inequitable so i guess my caveat to being all change is is it sustainable for this 
initiative, this you know, this charity that is there for our people, to continue being there for our people. Do you think it could potentially cost more money to produce more T-shirts? Is that what you is that where you're going with that? I would wonder if as many people would get. The additional shirts, uh, I, I don't know. Would there be as much demand for you know, a, a 150 shirt for those that have obviously passed that milestone? Probably not. Um, but then everyone that's reaching it from here on in and going on that journey, yeah, maybe so. So, yeah, raw thoughts, unqualified thoughts. So, yeah, maybe it's not a concern. I've heard a lot of people say that once they've passed their milestone, they get their new shirt, they've never worn their old one again. Like they've never worn their 50 again, but I have. I pull mine out regularly. Like, you know, there's always a red theme or a friend doing a 50th or an event's 50th event that you pull out. Well, I have those old event tees and wear again. The red one's always good at Christmas time because it's red and it matches in nicely with the colours of Christmas. Mm, um, mm. I often wear the black one because I like to think it's slimming. <laughs> so I, I'm quite often happy if I'm feeling like I ate too much the night before, I'll just wear my black one to park around. I don't care that it's 100 and I've done more than that. doesn't bother me. Mm. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> right down to the reason for wearing the black. Yeah. The red one, however, I wear that in the colder months because it feels a bit warmer. <laughs> and also I just colour coordinate. Like if I'm wearing my, like my running leg, that are the purpley ones. Well, I'll wear my volunteer shirt because it matches. Yep, yep. So I'm all about the colour coordination and mm. all the colours. Mm. And, you know, it looks good too, like all the colours of the rainbow and sometimes you can coordinate your tutu if you want. Well, yes, yes. With a nicely coloured volunteer shirt. But you know what I do think? Now, this is just me adding my two cents in. What I wish they had done, Ollie, I wish all the volunteer shirts in increments, I wish they just had a left that with purple. Wish the volunteer fifty and hundred and two fifty. I wish they just kept them all purple because I just to me purple represents the volunteers. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and having seen and I haven't done my fact checking. I, I'm definitely not only in the spot here. Having seen the incoming vests, volunteer vests that will be coming out in Australia, not being orange. I know that you know formerly we had green, light green, dark green vests. Um, orange and purple have been synonymous with volunteering for me as well. So, yeah, I certainly share that. Uh, what's the word? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that linkage. Oh, dear. And here we are uh, saying change is good. We should embrace change, but don't change the colour of our shirts. We don't like <laughs> Just no, completely well, contradicted myself. Well, there we are. I have, I'll admit, I have emotional attachment, but change it. It's good. I, I love new ideas. Bring it on. <laughs> but no, see, they're going to be red, aren't they? They're going to be red. Australia's volunteer vests are going to come out with the Velcro, much like yep. the model that we have of our run director yes. vests currently. And our park walkers. And they're going to be red. Now, my yeah. understanding as to the reason they're going to be red is because that's kind of Medicare's colour and Medicare is oh. our presenting partner and that is why they're going to be red. Now, would that yep. not fit in with in the UK having their pink? And I know that Vitality logo is pink. Yes, that does certainly uh, make sense in terms of that affiliation. Is that the word I was looking for? I'm not sure. But, yeah, the, the red will stand out and uh, I suppose the more milestone tees that we have, milestone shirts, milestone singlets and buffs and so forth, uh, the more likelihood there will be a colour that matches it anyway. So, you know, gone are the days where it is 
I, I suppose, unique, even if you know, we've got our red 50 shirt, we've got our red vests, and there is a bit of change. Reaching the milestone and celebrating it um, and finding more ways to celebrate that, I still think it's good. Mm, we better move on. Yes. Look at sorry. the time. We dwell. We dwell. Yeah. Well, time to hand to some people that probably <laughs> probably have their themselves uh, together a bit more than I do at this point, uh, reintroducing myself to Parkrun for the year um, and podcasting. So we've got a couple of roving reports. In fact, so many that we aren't bringing you all uh, all of them this week, but uh, let's have a listen to a few of our roving reports from our Parkrun days over the weeks just gone. Well, g'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's PK checking in for probably the last time this year, but you're probably not hearing it till the new year, uh, as I am at Lockheel, um, well, in the car, about to get out, uh, Lockheel Parkrun in Campbelltown, about to do the Christmas Eve Parkrun, and I thought I'd just check in with a bit of a roving report, because I do know there are, are a number of international visitors here today, because they're both mates of mine, <laughs> um, but uh, one of them is doing uh, their first Parkrun as well, which is great. Anyway, better go and get amongst it. I can see lots of people um, with some great outfits on, lots of a really good Christmas vibe here happening. Let's go. Uh, go and get amongst it. So I'm now out on the course and I uh, couldn't help myself. I had to stop and say hello to these two legends, uh, Paige and Amelia, because Amelia has her 10 t-shirt on and Paige has her Parkrun Adventurers ugly Christmas t-shirt on. Woohoo! How you going both? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Doggo. And they've got a Doggo. Rosie. Sorry, Rosie. Also with an eye in her name. Yes. Awesome. They've done the Ipswich, by the way, so they could all get an eye, but that's another story. How you going? Good. Thank you. Awesome. You And hello, um, Paige. Oh, sorry, um, Amelia. Hello. Hey, go on. Um, so, yes, I, uh, I had to, of course, um, stop and bore um, Paige with the story that the P on the back of her top is is me. <laughs> Isn't that what we're meant to do as a roving reporter? It's not really. Uh, it's be- <laughs> anyway, in- enough about me. Um, tell me, so where was your first, very first park run? Uh, in Hamilton. Oh, yes, Hamilton, you were saying. So in Hamilton, Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. So what's the course like there? Uh, it's pretty flat. goes around the lake. Nice. So you go turn around, then go back around the lake. Nice. That's good. Awesome. And we're now we're at Lockheel today, of course. So this is your new your new home? Yeah, this is our local. Although awesome. this year we've been travelling around and Janet told us to make sure we come home of to course. Lockheel. So here we are. Maddie Barter. <laughs> nice one, mate. Loving it. That was the, the legend, Maddie Barter. We'll chat with him later. Um, I'm just going to peel off here for a moment um, to have a wee moment. Oh, can I catch up with you a bit later on? We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> That feels a lot better. Okay, where were we? <laughs> so, you were telling me, uh, Paige, all uh, about... That I lived in Hamilton. Yeah. And, and I so, moved to Adelaide. Yeah, right. And, and then, you, of course, you had fun. Exactly. And you knew that Janet was going to be here. We didn't. No, then... I didn't. No. And the thing that I think moving to the city from the country and growing up in the country is like that sense of community. So, yes. in Hamilton, you knew everybody. Love it. Whereas you come to a group here that's about 300 people. And you still, you eventually find that core group of about, I don't know, 30 to 50 anyway. Brilliant. Which is Janet and Thomas. Yes. um, Grant Fleming. Yes. You know, there's just a really nice group of people that you see every week, you know. And it's a lovely... they're friendly. Yeah, exactly. And it's a lovely community thing, you know. And that's why 
we try and encourage people and tell them about it, but once yes. it's it's not until you get here that you actually get it, you know. Yes, yes I, I think agree. you know. So, um, no, it's fantastic. I really really appreciate um, everything that you do because everyone is part of the community. Everything that we do, wearing t-shirts, you know, um, finding a park run when you move to another state or yes. to another country. Or yes, for some people. Um, and Amelia, how many park runs have you done? 22. 22. Fantastic. So you can get your 25 t-shirt these days, which is exciting. And then your 50, of course. And then, oh gosh, you can keep keep on going. Anyway, I'm going to catch up with some other crew. Thank you so much for being part of our community and having a chat. Thanks so much. Good on you. Thanks. See ya. (laughs) Right. So now I am with someone doing their very first park run ever. Hello, Lorna. There, Paul. How are you? I'm good, mate. My friend Lorna, I've known for years, has been living in London for 23 years. 23 years but in I think London. I've heard you talk about parkrun for at least <laughs> half of those. <laughs> Indeed. So she's heard me yabbering on, and she's so she's back for Christmas. And I said, why don't we catch up for a walk? And then I said, even better, why don't we catch up for a parkrun? And so, good on you. What do you do? You registered. I registered. Apparently, it's an amazing app. You should all download. <laughs> Correct. Immediately. The 5K app, 5K indeed. App. Get 5K it now app. At your nearest app store. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So yes, of course, I told Lorna that if she was going to come out on Christmas Eve to do park run here, why waste it? You know, because you're going to be going back to London. So where did you register, by the way? What's your home park run? Well, I think I, I, as much as it was dead easy, I yeah. actually registered. This is my local oh, one wow. in London. But I can see, I can change that later. You can. It's so easy to do. What will be your local park run? Do you reckon? Uh, it'll be Finsbury Park. In Nice, Lincoln. nice. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you'll have the, you know, the envy of all because you'll be able to go and do, um, uh, do Bushy, which is, the, uh, which is the Mecca. So Bushy is where the parkrun started, and it's the Mecca. It's basically where people go to, to, to bow down to the god that is parkrun. I, I did not know that. <laughs> well, there you go. See, this is... A, 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 something new every parkrun. <laughs> correct. <laughs> this is an actual first-timer that had not heard of Bushy. I love it. Well, no, no. This is, I'm popping my cherry with you today, Paul. You are, you are. And now we're about to pose for the photographer looking at... <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So we're just going to pause this for one moment. <laughs> yes, we just had to pause to have our photo taken, um, of course. So that's going to go everywhere. So people will know you've done parkrun now. Amazing. Oh, my God. Amazing. When I turn up in Islington, they're going to be like, oh, you, you, did, you did it in Adelaide. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> well, um, I, I wonder if they'll be doing it today because as I left, there was about 20 centimetres of snow. Oh, gosh. So. Okay. Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, it's a beautiful day today, so you're loving... Um, what are your thoughts on Parkrun? I mean, I've yabbered away about it so much. Well, I would call it Park Social. For <laughs> anyone who's not done it before, it's incredibly friendly and welcoming and even... And I can say it's not that everyone does already know everyone because... I've seen other yeah. first-timers being welcoming like I have. Nice. And other people just using the park on bikes. Or yeah. getting a hello and runners <laughs> runners who started park run before we did today coming through on the track and got applauded I through. <laughs> and um, so many people dressed up for Christmas Eve. Oh, it was lovely, yes. I and oh, we should mention Santa was here today. Oh, Santa was here. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know, um, so exciting. Um, one moment, hang on a minute. I'm about Dan's to get my first barcode, oh. Paul. Hang on. Oh, no. This is... This is oh. Um, loving it, loving it. Oh, you are about to get your first barcode. Yeah, so this, this is, is us. This is momentous. This, this is, is it. live, people. Oh, this is live. Alicia, we haven't been over. Thank you, guys. Woo, we're going over the line. Thank you so much. I haven't gone over yet. Thank you. Loving it. That is us going over the line. Anyway, Lorna, um, let, let's go and get amongst um, breakfast. And Thank you for having me. Thank you for being part of Parkrun. Love it. In Boston. So many uh, visitors here today, including... The excellent Dan and Billy Bolin. Hello, Dan. Yeah, hi, PK. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. Hello, Billy. 
Hello. How are you? So, um, yeah, that accent you may have guessed is from Boston. <laughs> well, it was me doing a very bad Boston accent. Sorry to the people of Boston. <laughs> and sorry to the people of Adelaide and the world. <laughs> um, my mate Dan and I, we used to play tennis together against each other and then we gravitated to, to join the same team. Known each other for years. He's seen me yabbering about parkrun. Finally um, moved uh, to Boston, reached out to me and said, tell me more. And I said, mate, there's a parkrun just around the corner from your house. And now... Correct. Yeah, yeah, we we do park run, um, Jamaica Pond Park Run in nice. Boston. Nice. Um, it's a bit smaller than the one here. It's about a hundred people, but it swells in numbers when the Boston Marathon's on to about two hundred and fifty people. Awesome. Um, and we run around a, a lake, which is the Jamaica Pond. Nice. And. It's a good time for me to do it with my son, who's six years old, and here he is now. Hello, Billy. Um, so how many park runs have you done, mate? Seven. Seven, my favourite number. Fantastic. So today's your seventh, is it? Yes. Do you reckon? That's brilliant. How long have you been doing... When did you start doing park run? In June. In June. Awesome. And uh, what do you think of your first Australian park run? Um, it was good. Yeah? What was your favourite bit about today's uh, park run? I don't know. You don't know? Maybe. Oh, did we, did we see any koalas? Sometimes we see a koala. Don't know if they're already out there today. We, but, uh, we, 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 we heard two koalas having a special cuddle. Oh, nice. Nice. Good to hear. Uh, do you reckon you'll keep doing parkrun? You're not far from getting your number 10 T-shirt. Yes, I am. Keep on doing parkruns. Correct. And my favourite is it. that we saw Santa and he handed out some lollipops. So oh. that was awesome. Well done, parkrun. Yay. Well, good stuff. Well, we're now going to go and um, thank you for being part of the parkrun community, Dan and Billy. Thank you, mate. Okay. Yeah, good answer. Well done. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you, mate. Um, and I love that um, more people are doing parkrun. We're going to go and have some breakfast somewhere. Let's do it. And that'll do it for Christmas uh, Eve Park Run. We've had a wonderful time here at Lock Hill. Absolutely loved it. And, uh, yeah, what a beautiful park run it is. Just going to say goodbye to Santa. He's having a drink of water here. Just going to say, hang on, let's go and have a chat. quick chat to Santa. Hello, Santa. Thank you so much for coming to Park Run today. You're very welcome, and it's very good to see you at Lock Hill. Indeed. Thank you. Yeah, I thought we'd better come here for Christmas Eve when we heard that you were coming. Well, that's really good, and you're all welcome here, and I hope you all have a jolly fine Christmas. Thank you. There you go. You're that's welcome. awesome. Thank you, Santa. Fantastic. <laughs> there you go. I thought that would be a nice way to finish the chat. See you later, Leash. Nice to see you. Yes, uh, this is me signing off uh, from another park run, uh, doing a bit of a roving report. Goodbye. Daddy Park Runners, talk from Inverloch. I'm reporting in from the absolutely gorgeously sunny Torrens Park Run. Uh, we mid-run. I'm running with the 25-minute pacer. Would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, I'm Marino, and this is my home park run story. So, Marino, give us a bit of the background first. How did you get into park run, and how long have you been based at Torrens? So, I was originally introduced by a friend of mine, and uh, he said, come along one time. I thought, yep, give it a try. And uh, almost coughed my guts up, of course. As you, as you know, tend to run too quickly on the first shot. But I stuck to it and came back another week and continued from there. I've done uh, 262 park runs so far and 252 of those here at the lovely, mighty Torrens. Awesome, so you obviously love the course. And let's face it, looking at this course so far, what's not to love? I've just got a uh, marshal up here, so we'll just high-five the marshal and keep it going. Marshal with clappers, I love that. Well done. 
So, give us a bit of a description of the Torrens Course. Well, Torrens Course, of course, named after the Torrens River. It uh, meanders through the city of Adelaide, goes past the Adelaide Zoo. It has uh, lovely undulating hills in some places to make it a little bit more challenging for some. But overall, it's very green and uh, it feels much cooler on summery days because we have lots of shade here and I invite everyone to come along. It's a lovely little course, you meander along the river, there's people everywhere, there's running paths both sides of the river, so it is really a stunning course. We're at the turnaround, so what well on Marshall. So, what else can we tell about Torrens? Torrens seems to be a fairly popular park run, obviously being CBD in Adelaide, gets a lot of visitors. Well, that's right. We, uh, we ended up kind of getting a bit too big. So uh, they opened up a couple of new ones. In the meantime, we've got a, a lovely one to the uh, eastern side of Adelaide called Pakapakanthi. And they've opened up a, a lovely North Adelaide one as well. And uh, well, we still managed to get three to 400 people uh, per week. So it is a, a draw card for sure for anyone who's visiting Adelaide from overseas or interstate. All right, mate, well, at five minute Ks, I think we might wrap it up there. This is a stunning park run. Everyone get on down to Torrens. Talk out. So I'm walking with the park walker today, whose name is Debbie Christmas. And I have to say, this was the selling point for me to come here today. So welcome to the pod, Debbie. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Uh, can you please tell me your park run story? Um, well, some friends of ours who live down in London, we went to visit uh, a couple of years ago. And they said, oh, while you're down here, why not do this park run? I'd never heard of it. And they said, it's very friendly. You can walk it if you want. And so we went and I thought, yeah, this is quite good. Then did it a few more times. And then a friend of mine uh, was starting to get into running. I said, oh, there's this thing at our local park called Park Run. So I've sort of started spreading the word. Oh, awesome. And, uh, and it's great. And my friend who I introduced it to, she told me about Park Walk which I hadn't heard of until a couple of weeks ago, hence volunteering in my very fetching blue tabard today. It is very fetching. <laughs> it's great. It goes great with your red hair. Thank you. Yeah. So your last name's Christmas. It how, is. How many people make jokes about it? Um, a few. A few. <laughs> was the fact that it was Christmas Eve, did that sway you into volunteering today? Actually, uh, no. It was the fact that I had friends who were visiting the area. Um, my friend now lives in Yorkshire and she was coming down and said, oh, we must meet up. And having introduced her to Park Run, I kind of regret it because she is absolutely hooked. And every time she comes down, we must do Park Run, we must do Park Run. And I think, oh, I've opened a Pandora's box here. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was to come and see them. I haven't ever done one on Christmas Day. Are you doing it tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, sadly. Oh. You're not but, finding uh, a park run near to where you're going to be. They aren't doing one on Christmas Day. Oh, shame. So, but definitely one year, Christmas yeah. Day. Next year is the yeah, year. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and so is Warwick Racecourse your local? It is, yes. Yeah. So can you tell the listeners about this course? Okay, so there's um, a very nice path, footpath, inside 
the racetrack. They have horse racing here, so when there are races on, sadly we can't have a park run. But it's a circular route, lovely views across to the town of Warwick, particularly on a day like today when the sun is shining. Um, it's an out and back route. We run down a small hill. Because there's a road, we're not officially allowed to cross that, so we then turn, go back up the hill, and then back round. We did pass the notorious swimming pool just now. <laughs> the water feature. <laughs> the water feature, yeah. yes. Yes, it does get a little bit soggy around there when it's been raining. Yeah. But otherwise, it's a really good surface to walk and run on. Yes. Looks like it could be um, potentially a fast course. Um, I think so, yeah. There's only one small hill. Um, I'm not a fast runner myself, but it's, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. And um, what do you love about Parkrun, Debbie? I think it's just the feeling that everyone is welcome. If you are a serious runner, you can do it. In fact, there are some fast people coming back towards us now, so you better keep over to the right-hand side. Um, but if, like me, you're not very fit, you just want to get a bit of exercise, it's fine, you can still join in. And also, you get a little tick in the box if you volunteer. They're always welcoming to volunteers. Yeah, he was really fast. (laughs) Cool. Thank you so much, Debbie. It's been awesome chatting. Thank you very much to our Channel 5 News crew. We always appreciate your efforts. We had PK coming to us on Christmas Eve from Lockheel talking to a few of his friends out there. We also had Toc on New Year's Day doing a running roving report with Marino, who was a 25-minute pacer, and, of course, Alison. She was also coming to us on Christmas Eve over in the UK, so she was back home for Christmas coming to us from Warwick Racecourse. Now, Ollie, the tailwalker over there was Debbie Christmas. How's that? Wonderful. It's very fitting. It's very festive. Yes. Yeah. And it was nice to hear from Debbie. So thank you, guys, for your roving reports, and um, here's to another new year of adventuring. Yes. Those that have kicked it off already at Daz's have given us plenty of check-ins at Daz's, so maybe it's time to catch up on some of those where he said... Welcome to Dazza's, where the snacks are delicious and the coffee is hot. We are open every weekend to hear about your parkrun adventures. Come on in and tell us about your morning. And one such visitor popping in was Phil Olson over in New Zealand, who said, Morning Dazza, I really feel I can join in today as I have just done my first Southern Hemisphere parkrun at Hamilton Lake, New Zealand. Coffee was appreciated after an early start. And I did reply to Phil to say um, he can join any time. He doesn't have to be in the Southern Hemisphere, but I guess time-wise, posting in Dazzers is a little easier when you are in our time zone. That's right. We also heard from Daryl Smith, who had a milestone as such. Well, Daryl didn't, but you'll hear that. He said, Morning, Dazza. The Smiths adventured to Queenbeyan this morning where we tackled a little hill for Charlotte's 100th park run. So congratulations, Charlotte. The Smiths do hail from the greatest state. Charlotte is one of our juniors at Ainsbury. And, um, yeah, they had quite the adventure over Christmas and New Year. They were up in Queensland. They must be on their way home now, I'm guessing, as they are rather further down the map at Queanbeyan. Yes, home stretch if not already there. Hmm. Yeah, and we also heard from Samantha Roberts 
who said over to Greenbank for their number 200, started my own little hundreds challenge to work on. And Samantha shared a shot of herself on course. I'm guessing that her challenge is to do event numbers on the hundreds, like 100s, 200s, 300s and so forth. Yeah, that's got to be it. That's got to be it. But we'll have to follow the stats to see. Or Samantha can keep us updated. But this one was exciting, Ollie. We heard from Jack Corkle and (sighs) he said, what a morning, Dazza. Claire and I ventured to Burley Griffin Park Run where we had our first date and now the morning after our wedding. We had a great group of friends join us and managed to complete the course after a few drinks last night. Our first park run together and now our first park run as a married couple. And we had a lovely photo of Jack, Claire and their friends. Yeah, Belly Griffin celebrating. Very happy days. And they were holding a sign that said just married, didn't it? Yeah, nice to see them back in, well, uh, some familiar turf back down, well, back down this way. But uh, congratulations, guys. Yeah, I was feeling all warm and fuzzy about that one. Yeah. Next, Ollie, I think this one uh, needs no introduction. Let's hear from the woman herself. Greetings from the mothership Lockhill. Oh, Dazza, what a week it's been. I'm trying to build a relationship with Freddie, my foam roller, but right now all I want to do is swipe left and end it. I shall persevere. Then I decided to start interval training now that I'm over my injury, but someone opened the oven door here in Adelaide and I nearly roasted. I shall persevere. I know you make a superb ice latte, so I'll have one of those please Dazza. I'd also love a hot cross bun, but I shall resist until Easter. And thank you, Janet. Now, Mel, we also heard from Chloe Bravos, who was touristing and said, a beautiful day for a pram-free, thanks, Nana, run at South Beach Recreation Reserve Park Run. New to running on sand, so, like a numpty, I kept my shoes on before seeing the regulars running barefoot straight off the beach to the finish line. I'll know for next time. And uh, Chloe shared... A selfie uh, and then a shot of Chloe and Mr. Bravos in the selfie frame. Very good, but no cute baby, damn it. No. Thanks, Nana. Okay, we heard from Louise mm, Tilia. Tilia. We going with Tilia? Going with Tilia. Anyway, it was her first time. Welcome, Louise. And she said some rain, mud and puddles at Centennial Park Run. And there was a photo of Louise and her friend in the selfie frame. We had a few adventurers out at Centennial Park Run. We did indeed. Lovely park run spot that one is. And, uh, yeah, well done. Now, over in South Africa, we heard from Johan. Johan Duvenage, in fact, who said, Hi, Dazza. Hot coffee and a beautiful sunrise at Akarandam. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Akarandam Nature Reserve Park Run in Alvinia, Northern Cape Region, done again. And a little bonus current holder of the VM 50 to 54 age category record, although that probably won't be for too long. But Johan shared some of uh, what is a bit of a tradition, some stunning landscape shots, three in fact. So check them out if you haven't already. I'm just looking at the name of that park run. Surely there's <laughs> a way we can Aussie-fy that. Shouldn't it be Akinat Res? Res, I reckon. <laughs> uh, just Akers. Akers, yeah. Akers. Where are you going tomorrow? I'm going Akers. Oh, yeah, That's it. what come to? 
(laughs) (laughs) Goodness me, it's getting late. Okay, we also heard over in the UK from Tracy May. She said, first run of 2023 at Cosmiston Lakes, having dropped off our son back at uni following the Christmas break. An undulating course, but fun and muddy. And Tracy uh, shared a photo of herself leaning on the Cosmiston sign. If that's how you say it, it probably isn't because you know where that is, Ollie. It's in Wales. So that's going to be half those letters that I pronounced shouldn't be there. Thank you, Tracy. She was also wearing an ugly Christmas singlet. Keeping it festive. And we also heard from Juliet Colville, who over in the UK as well was celebrating a milestone. So Juliet said, celebrated my 100th parkrun and 50th volunteer as tailwalker this morning at Cheetahulm Parkrun. Possibly the wettest parkrun I've ever done. (laughs) And uh, very muddy shoes there, shared, and a selfie. But congratulations, Juliet, for the double milestone. She had mud nearly up to her knees. Mm. So that was like... Amazing, but I think it's Cheadle Hume. I've got a feeling we've been told that before. Yeah, Cheadle Hume. That's a silent L. They trick us, those UK people. Yes. Always trying to catch us out. Oh, I've got the last one. We heard from Josephine Moon, and she was a first-time visitor to Dazza's as well, and she said, one of the most beautiful park runs I've done, Elliot Head's Beach. And she shared a shot of, it must be, on the course, uh, photo of the tree and the water out there at Elliot Head's Beach. Thanks for joining mm. us, Josephine. A nice outlook. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us at Dazza's this week. But the exciting thing is, Ollie. Oh, Yes. For the month of January, what's left of it, and maybe a little bit into February because we've got more than one to award, we've got a prize. We do. We have a mysterious benefactor who has donated a few of the office lady's very own challenge cards. So the winner of the uh, OB this week is going to receive their very own office lady snazzy edition that's right what does she call it is it is it the snazzy i forget well you've coined it that now so if not (laughs) it's got two titles (laughs) you know what i haven't done i haven't teed up where the uh, envelope is so i think it must be still in the office because um you know it's been christmas and everything and and you know the post is slow and stuff okay do you want me to have a look here yeah i think you better i have not cleaned up all the post-its i don't know if you can hear them but um all right I have felt, felt, I found the envelope. <laughs> oh, dear me. Uh, right. Okay. I will open it. It's nice to get a chance to open it again. Yes. Yeah, it's been a while. But having a look this week, the Obi and the prize goes to Daryl Smith. Travelling Smith family, hopefully that can go on the fridge and they will enjoy ticking off those challenges. I look forward to hearing all about that. Office lady can probably send that down to me and I can pass it on. Easy. Easy. Simples. Yes. Oh, okay. Now that's done. What are we up to? Oh, yeah. this is exciting, Ollie. We've got a new segment. Something new for the new year. Exactly. We like to change things up here on the Parkrun Adventures and in the style of... <laughs> change is the, good, yep. <laughs> yes, yes, we like change. We're all about embracing change. Mm-hmm. And this will keep our previous host happy. Yes. Scotty liked new segments. That's right. So, without further ado, welcome to Rachel's Club Corner.
this pod, we begin a new series about clubs, called Club Corner. There are many clubs in Parkrun, but only a few are official, the Milestone Tees. When Parkrun began, they wanted a way to recognize those that regularly participated, so the Milestone Clubs were instigated. In 5K Parkrun, you are eligible for a milestone after completing the requisite number of parkruns. Those milestone numbers are 10. If you are an under 18 aged participant, then 25, 50, 100, 250, and 500 events. The next milestone currently proposed is 1000. Originally volunteers were only recognized at the 25 milestone, and run slash walk participants skipped that number, but in 2021 these series were integrated. Now both streams of parkrun participants are eligible for all numbers. The reward provided was originally clothing, in partnership with the sponsors of the day, so there were differently branded shirts and hoodies, depending on when you achieved the milestone. If you are a listener of podcasts, you can search the back catalogues of With Me Now and Parkrun Show for the UK history of the what, when, how, of the processes and quirks, it's quite fascinating. The Milestone Club colours are 10 white, 25 purple, 50 red, 100 black, 250 green, and 500 blue. The 1000 colour is still a mystery for the public. For Junior Parkrun, HQ implemented wristbands based around distance words, a half marathon, a marathon, and an ultra, these are 11, 21 and 50 Junior Parkruns respectively. Junior Parkrun also has a 100 milestone which is not a wristband. In Parkrun life, all other clubs are unofficial and unsupported by Parkrun, so stay tuned for our future club corners. And thank you very much to Rachel for our new, well, semi-regular segment, Mel. Yeah, I believe so. She's not going to be weekly, but we'll be hearing more from her. And thanks, Rachel, for explaining the milestone tea is very topical. Yes, very topical indeed. Now, Mel, I believe we might have some mail. You've got mail. We do, Ollie. We heard from our favourite E-man. He sent us a message saying, Hi, guys. Happy New Year. I hope you both had a restful break. Team Vergara spent the last couple of weeks parkrun touring around New South Wales. Roads for Christmas Eve. Nui on Christmas Day, Orange for New Year's Eve and Dubbo on New Year's Day. Highlights were the run brief by the RD Bernadette Bennett at Nui Park Run in the form of a Christmas carol and meeting and running with Lauren Reed in Orange Park Run, previous guest to the podcast and former Park Run Global Woman's Record Holder. Hope you have a great year ahead and see you at Palm 23, if not earlier. E-man. Ah, Wow. Clearly only Lauren Reed can keep pace with them. Jeez. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> Good to know Lauren's still running out there at Orange Park Run as well. That's right. But, uh, no, thank you very much, E-Man. Um, now, Mel, um, sorry to stop us there, but we have some breaking news. Breaking news. 
Do tell, Ollie, what is the breaking news? The breaking news, the breaking news. Now, we were keeping one eye on things just in case uh, without knowing what the breaking news was, but an announcement in the last hour, a time of recording, has just been released where Parkrun Global has announced the appointment of seven new trustees to the board. And whilst I suppose organisational governance isn't everyone's cup of tea, doesn't get us all up in the morning. Uh, It is exciting news uh, with a whole range of individuals and experience listed in the media release, which you can find a link to on the Parkrun Facebook and other socials or on their website under the news section. But uh, I suppose to paraphrase some of the key elements, uh, the seven new trustees, it sounds like there has been a very lengthy recruitment process undertaken and the new members will be getting underway over the current quarter, so January through March. I believe that sees some of the existing trustees and and boards step away, but interesting to note there, Mel, that Parkrun has alluded to the release planned of its ambitious five-year strategy next month. So uh, let's keep our eyes out. Uh, given that kind of experience, it'll be interesting to see what they're, um, yeah, what they've got in mind. Thank you, Ollie, and well done on talking up the boring news. It wasn't <laughs> at all what we were expecting or hoping for. <laughs> I love governance almost as much <laughs> as I love change. Yep. Russ, Russ Jeffries, we, we were expecting an announcement of milestone shirts. You threw a red herring. He threw a red herring. Well, red, green, black, apricot, purple. Banana. But, uh, yes, back to the mailbox. We do have more mail, Mel. Oh, we do. Oh, that's me. We also heard from the ideas man who said, hey, team, I've just listened to the Insantagram episode and loved hearing the last time capsule unpacked. Considering the last two years, I wonder if you should revisit the fill-ins capsule again in December 2023. For 2024, my predictions wish list would be that. There would be over 2,000 members of the Adventurers Club, that the 2024 Palm will be in the greatest state, that Ollie will be offered a record deal after his sins <laughs> during the 400th episode of the podcast. Happy New Year. Bruce. Now, Bruce, thank you, but we both know that's not going to happen. What, we're not going to get 2,000 members? <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing in the 400th episode. Why? I'll only sing in the 399th. Ah, he's dropped the ball there, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think he's quite sharp there. But um, some interesting predictions there, Mel. Uh, is it time? Is it time to start packing our own time capsule? And adding to Bruce's. Yeah. So I do think, Ollie, that we should pack another time capsule for the final episode of 2024. You better put it in the calendar so we don't forget. (laughs) Have you got ideas that you would like to share? Well, I think firstly, I would like to repack some of the existing time capsule items, such as our Alice Springs Park Run, for instance. I can't claim credit for that, uh, but that should go back in because we do want to see that. Now, I suppose thinking of what our now-named fill-in hosts had predicted as well, uh, Parkrun countries. Do you have any predictions on the Parkrun countries side of things, Mel? Oh, no, I haven't prepared for that at all. Okay. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? No, no, no. no. I've got something. I'm just waiting. It's nothing Uh, about countries, though. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll I'll go over the countries. Throwing Fiji back in there. South Korea. Let's throw South Korea in there as well. And I want to see Thailand. 
I have seen references to variations of parkrun. I want to see them brought under the arm and brought into the parkrun world in Thailand. So I'd um, be very interested to see that one. Ooh, I've got a country. I've got a country. Okay. Korea. South Korea? Oh, yeah. Let's go with that. Where's Seoul? Yes, Seoul. That's the one I said. Oh. But yes, we agree. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I mean, no, I was, right. but yeah. Your turn. Oh, okay. Well... Alrighty. So this is my, um, my, I don't know if it's a prediction or a wish. Okay. Mm, so mm. at one point in time, somebody decided that it would be a good idea to add junior parkrun to parkrun's um, family, right? So we've got a junior yes. parkrun for those kids aged four to 14. Yep. Here's what I would like to see. I would like to see senior parkrun for the, let's say, over 70s. Mm. I would like to see something for our older participants that perhaps 5K is a bit of a push for, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that could be on a shorter distance that is created specifically for people maybe with mobility issues that's on a nice flat path, you know, no stairs, maybe, you know, concrete, mm. wheelchair-friendly, Zimmer-frame-friendly. Dementia yep. friendly with yeah. mobility assistance volunteers. Yes. That is my wish. Parkrun, are you listening? <laughs> I, I do like that. And particularly because, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I understand, the idea of parkrun is being accessible and inclusive for everyone. Now, that might not be in its current form for everyone, as we've seen with junior parkrun. I think it, you know, I, I struggle to imagine how, you know, other versions of parkrun would exist in, in some settings, but. I mean, the benefit would be great. The benefit would be fantastic. Good one, Mel. Absolutely. And look, there could be people that say, oh, there's lots of over 70s that can still run park run. And of course there is. There's mm. also lots of four to 14 year olds that can run a 5K park run. That does not preclude them from running a 2K juniors. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I very much like that. And I think in terms of accessibility, uh, here's one. Um, in Australia at least, uh, free travel to park runs. So if you catch public transport, you're going to a park run and you can show your barcode, you travel for free. Oh, that's a good one. Public transport, not free airfares. Let's just be clear here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're in a position to um, <laughs> influence that, aren't you? I'll just have a word to old mate Dan. Dan will yeah. be on to that. Oh, great, great. Um, and yeah, Actually, the other one. Actually, if, if you yeah. can get, um, what's your premier's name? Uh, well, at the moment, it's uh, it's <laughs> yeah. it's Dom. Dom, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get Dom. You, you have a word in his ear. Get him to have a chat to Dan because they're mates. <laughs> Oh, well, um, it would be great to see it become an election issue over here. But uh, th- this this time catch was for two years, so let's see. We can have plenty of premiers in that time frame. This is politics we're talking about. Um, <laughs> wh- what else? The app, Mel. Yeah. The app. Um, oh, yeah. well, the WebFMS app or the yeah? – yeah, 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 the app that does everything, the app that – takes care of photos, bypasses Facebook, delivers photos to everyone, let's ignore Facebook, send it out, uh, let's record our results, process our results, record our incidents, um, you know, help to, to recognise when people are making achievements or, you know, reaching their achievements on the spot, an app that makes the most of current technology and uh, really helps our volunteers who, yeah, th- there's a lot of tech out there with the different, you know, 
social media platforms and, and systems and, and uh, a system that served us very well in WebFMS. But uh, I want to see the app that does it all. So you want the app to be the back end for the uploading as well as the event team, so the events um, main communications to the park runners. So yes, when, yes. When you sign up for your barcode, you download the app, it's official and you can go on and see if your event's doing Christmas Day or if they've cancelled because a tree's fallen on the course and you can look at your parkrun photos and everything and we've got no more Facebook. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Link to okay. Facebook, no problem with that. But, um, yeah, uh, the recent show of hands I did at, at uh, Shell Harbour before an event, um, convinced that less than 50% put their hands up saying that we yeah, you know, we follow Shell Harbour Parkrun on Facebook. So yes, this is yeah. a problem. This is a big problem. Not everybody uses Parkrun relies on Facebook for their comms to um, participants, and not everybody uses Facebook. Yeah, so an app that has the capability. I don't think you can replace the need to use some of these mediums and and email. But um, yeah, I think the solution you know could be great. Um, and certainly to work around what WebFMS has done historically and replace that. It's funny that email has never really become obsolete. We still rely on email. It's been around a long time. That's right. You know yeah. what else would be good? You know how in emergencies um, the emergency services can send like a, a text to mm. your phone to tell yes. you if there's – wouldn't that be good if, if your park run was cancelled, if you could get a text <laughs> direct to your phone to say such and such, you know, it could just go out to the local area. Yep. This yep. park run is cancelled today. That's right. That's right. And you can opt in, opt out, respect people's privacy, of course, but um, to have that capability just to, to make it easier for our volunteers. And, and the, the other feature that I did want to describe with that is, is the inbuilt selfie frame, you know, all in milestone frames. So, you know, the app has the ability to take a photo and it just places that frame around you just to um, make sure that it's, it's there when you, when you are celebrating. I actually brought that up when we first went into the pandemic. Oh, yes. I'm probably copying your idea. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. I don't even remember if I told you that, but mm. that was something I would have liked when we were all running around our streets doing our own park runs. Yeah. I may have reached out to somebody I knew who worked for park run and said, you know what we need? We need a, like an Insta frame that says park run and you can just put it over your photo, you know, because that still would have given um, the, the park run um, – what are they? Our supporters. Mm, um, mm. That still would have given them. <sighs> Why have I lost all my words today? Advertising. Yes. Because the frame would still have the parkrun supporters on it. It could have just been virtual. It could have just overlaid over people's photos. Would have been perfect. Anyway. Yeah. It'll come. Medibank's already done it. Yes. Anyway, so, yeah. <sighs> what about you, Mel? Any others? No, that was my big one. Uh, Senior park run. I love it. Dementia I love friendly. It. Mm-hmm. So, look, I was very tempted to throw in, you know, a, a park run rainbow milestone shirt, um, things like that, but I think I'll leave it there. Uh, I'll save that. I think the milestone shirts sound like they're well and truly being catered for. Yeah, don't talk about the war. <laughs> um, <laughs> last last question for the time capsule. How many park runs will there be in Australia? Oh, two years. Hmm. No clue. What 
did Mel and Scott project? Was it 500? That's awkward. I should have checked. (laughs) (laughs) It was 500. So, yeah, we got up to, what was it, close to 450 thereabouts. So, hey, let's, um, let's go with that rate. Let's go with... 625? <laughs> That's specific. 625. <laughs> uh, can we just have more closer to the Victorian border, please? More southern New South Wales events and um, eastern South Australian events. That would be great. Thank you. Excellent. You just want a new event for a, a Palm 2024, don't you? Yeah, just outside the Victorian borders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, all right. So let's pack the time capsule. All right. Yep. Screw the lid on. Stuff it in the back cupboard. Yep. To be opened up in just under two years. But Mel, there's still a lot going on. Uh, Consolidated club report time. Just getting out the pen. I'm going to write 2024. Ah, yep. 2024. Right. Consolidated club report time, Ollie. Yes, for last Saturday, the 7th of January 2023, with Chico coming into the room. Thank you, Chico. (laughs) Of a total of 364 members, 308 took part at 180 locations. Now, there was adventurers at 22 events in the UK, three in South Africa, two in the USA, and one in Malaysia. Locally, we had adventurers at... (laughs) yes 40 in new south wales Mm. 39 in victoria missed it by that much (laughs) 36 in queensland so numbers were up this week ollie well and truly 13 in, I was going to say South Africa, 13 in South Australia, 8 in WA, ACT and the North Island had adventurers at five events, and Tassie and the South Island had adventurers at three events. The largest front was a tie this week with seven adventurers at Sandon Point in New South Wales and seven adventurers in Gatton in Queensland. Hang on, is Gatton in Queensland? I believe so. Oh, Okay. All right. I don't, why do I think it's in New South Wales? Well, it's in southern Queensland, but then so is Brisbane. Uh, Lockyer <laughs> Valley, I think. Okay. Um, that area sort of west of Brisbane. Galston. That's why I'm thinking of Galston. Uh, okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. No worries. All right. So that's it. Yeah. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Nice short consolidated club report. Well done to New South Wales. Thank you, Mel. Well done, everyone, especially New South Wales. <laughs> Mel, what's coming up? What's happening? <gasps> Next Parkrun Day, days. Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Parkrun is celebrating their second birthday. Happy birthday. We've got cake coming and uh, we're very excited. So hopefully we can have a nice turnout. We've already filled our roster and it's only Monday. That's a big thing for us. Wow. Everyone wants cake. Everybody wants the cake. Lovely volunteer Janelle has offered to bake a cake for us, so we're very pleased about that. And hopefully we've got nice weather, hopefully hopefully not too hot and melty for cakes. Yes, I think there is some respite coming for you. 
at the weekend at least. Because the puddle's dry, we have uh, dried out considerably our sloshy course that spent most of spring and the first month of summer underwater. Yeah. Oh, look, and the dry and the wet, it's certainly the tale of, of you know, our country, isn't it? So uh, I love a sunburnt country. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And our thoughts go out to our WA uh, park runners and hope that you are all safe with floods over there. Oh, so. goodness. That's La Nina for you. Yep. But uh, so that'll be quite exciting. And it's a mystery as to where you're going. It is a mystery. Um, okay. Fair bet that I'm going to tourist if I can manage it. And I'm looking at travelling north up the Hume. So let's see how that turns out. Okay. Well, safe travels. Thank you. What about you? Uh, oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I, I may not be park running. Um, it remains to be seen. My my daughter and her boyfriend are moving and we have a moving van booked for 8am, which um, might have been feasible if we were in Queensland or even Tasmania. No, probably Queensland. But, uh, yes, so maybe no park run for me. Ah, oh, well, you can live mm. vicariously through me. <laughs> That's right. So no pressure, Mel, but um, travel safe and have a nice park run day. Thank you. Absolutely will. Now, who's doing the outro? Me. As always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter and Insta. That's it for another week, and we will see you all next week for more adventures. Mm-hmm.